Welcome to the Magic on the Inside podcast by the Sisters Enchanted, where we chat magic, hot topics, personal development, and good old-fashioned life. Brew up something delicious and sit with us for a spell. Welcome to this episode of the Magic on the Inside podcast. I'm Sarah, the founder and head magic maker of the Sisters Enchanted, where we help women lean into their intuition, conjure more joy in their lives, and make everyday magic. And today is a sort of continuation of our last episode when we were talking a little bit about the moon. And we are going to talk this episode and the next one on lunar phases and break that down for you. So... I want you to listen in, and I'm going to be here with my sister, Anna, and just take some notes and, uh, yeah, enjoy learning about Grandmother Moon. All right, here we go. Hello, sister. Hi, Sarah. Okay, we've had so many messages from people asking if Anna is still pregnant, and yes, she is. Mm-hmm, yeah. So the joy is... <laughs> Of these podcasts, sometimes we record our podcast episodes in real time, like the week they go out, and sometimes they're recorded way in advance. Um, this is one of those situations where we're recording in real time because the last few, like the last month or so, we were enrolling new students into holistic witchery, and we enrolled what, like 140 new. So many new students. Community members into Holistic Witchery. But when that happens, we don't exactly have the bandwidth to get ahead on podcasts. So yeah, we're recording in real time. Anna is still with, well, actually when this comes out, it could, doesn't, we're recording this Monday. Mm-hmm. This will release on Wednesday. So this could be a whole other scenario. So this gets released on Thursday or Friday, you know, something went wrong. Because yeah, Amber releases the podcast. <laughs> if you know the podcast is not published on Wednesday. If the podcast is late, something's happened. But you won't know that until you hear this. Unless I'm really on my game. We just created a wild time-space continuum. Nobody knows. <laughs> Nobody knows anything. The time. I feel that. Not knowing anything about anything. I had to look at the date like four times this morning because I had like no idea what today's date was. Because I've lost all sense. Yeah. Of self. I mean, it's been a weird year, obviously. We are, um, we live in Connecticut and fall just kind of came out of nowhere. One day it was warm and the trees were green. It was like hot. It wasn't just warm. It It was was hot. hot. The next day it was cool and everything was orange and falling to the ground. So I definitely feel like, yeah, I don't know. We just fast forwarded through time or something. And where even are we and how did we get here? And I went from wearing like long dresses to be so I could aerate properly (laughs) (laughs) to like sweatpants and sweatshirts. Yeah. Which is nice. I prefer sweatpants and sweatshirts. Speaking of seasons, we're going to talk today about lunar phases. Speaking of seasons, we're going to talk about lunar (laughs) phases. Well, they're both cyclical. Yes. They both come and go. This is true. There are definitely some commonalities. Shush it, Anna. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, this episode and the next one are going to be about lunar phases. And then maybe we'll do a little bit more with seasons, actually, after that. But... It's a little bit of a series here for you, as we like to do with our podcasts. And this week, we are going to talk about the first half of the lunar cycle. So we did talk about this last week, 
um, but not as in depth as we're going to today. And now I'm suddenly going to cough. <coughs> And oh, I should probably drink no. some water. <laughs> uh, but today we're going to talk about the new moon to the full moon. So we have, I want you to know when you listen to this podcast, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you listen, if you head over to the sistersenchanted.com forward slash blog and look for the most recent uh, podcast episode on there, we will have the link to, I definitely need to drink some water. We will have the link to our free lunar calendar. Oh, let me write that down while Sarah takes a drink of water. So for <laughs> podcast notes. Yeah, we will have a free link to our free lunar calendar um, right there on the page. We also have a really cool program called Living Your Lunar Year, which encourages you to work with lunar cycles through a whole year. So we'll link that up also. But right now, new moon to full moon. So the new moon to the full moon, that's the first half of a lunar cycle. It is the waxing portion of our cycle. I literally cannot talk about moon phases without thinking wax on, wax off, <laughs> wax on, wax off. I can't, you know what, I'm mad at the moon phases. Are you? Yes. It's an interesting thing to be mad at. You know why, do you want to know why I'm mad at the moon phases? Why? The moon faces, I just said, in case anybody was wondering. Um, <laughs> I'm mad at them because everybody, and by everybody, I mean, I don't know who everybody is, but everybody, who's anybody, it's dramatic, always talks about how babies come during like a full moon or a new moon. Well, I guess the new moon's not out yet, but being a crazy magic maker person, I looked at all of the moon phases in which I, my husband, and my son were born, and none of us are born under any of those moon phases. I'm here, so sitting here thinking that I'm going to have like a, you know, I mean, like I said, it could still happen on the new moon, but here I am thinking that like I'm going to have the moon regulate how I'm feeling and stuff. And it's just, I don't think that's the case. Oh my gosh, you're killing me. I'm listening to you talking. I'm like, what are you even talking about? I don't right even now? know, you guys. It's bad. Wasn't Adam born on a full moon? Yeah, he was. A Scorpio full moon. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so I, you guys can let us know <laughs> if you watch this, if you go to the blog post or you comment on the, the podcast, if that was the case for you, if the moon regulated your child having process influenced influenced that's a better word might be a word you're going for there influenced or if you're like me and the rest of my family it just was just is what it is yeah um okay back to our I'll story stop talking now because obviously i don't know how <laughs> about the new moon to the full moon and this is the waxing portion which is our the half of the cycle where we are bringing things in. Um, we're bringing things in during the waxing half. The moon's growing in the sky. We're growing our intentions. And when we think of the new moon, there are two sorts of viewpoints on the new moon. There's the dark moon and the new moon. Uh, so the dark moon is something that you'll hear about if you read books on witchery, witchcraft, uh, nature, spiritualism, nature, spiritualism, you might hear about the dark moon. And 
but typically you're going to hear about the new moon. So theoretically, the dark moon is the exact day of the new moon. When the moon is not visible, even with the most highest powered of telescopes and things, and it's just black in the sky. And then in that viewpoint, the new moon would be the next day when there is, with a telescope, is tiny sliver of the moon might be visible. So most of us, though, are going to hear about the new moon. That's what's going to be in your calendars is the new moon. Again, if you do follow a, uh, a traditional sort of witchery practice, you might also incorporate the dark moon into all that you do. Um, and if that's the case, the dark moon, when the moon is at its darkest, it's blackest in the sky, uh, least visible, that is the day that we don't do anything. We don't take action. We don't set intentions. We just are. We literally create space for sort of the the darkness within us. That's the spaces that we don't know to emerge and push themselves forward. Then on the new moon, we would set intentions, which is always a tricky thing because people who work with the dark moon and the new moon, one of the questions we'll get around this is, for instance, if the new moon is in Aries, right? But the moon moves quickly. So the new moon can be in Aries, but be in another sign later that day. So it could be if the new moon is at like 10 a.m. in Aries, but the moon could be in a different sign four hours later. And if you practice the dark moon. Taurus, it would be in Taurus. Well, but this is, if you practice the dark moon, that would be the time of the new moon. So then your new moon practice would be the next day and the moon might be in a different place. So I often get this question from people about what they should be doing like what sign <laughs> yeah and uh, you know i don't i think that you just have to look at a calendar and pick like there's not if you if you're like oh i'm gonna i'm gonna do a ritual with the new moon in aries but like it was actually in taurus five minutes ago you know you're not you're not like whatever you're doing isn't for nothing <laughs> you know your intention is there the work you've done is there you could work with aries taurus sagittarius scorpio energy any day of the week, any time, if you want to. Um, so that is a question I get, and it does confuse people, and people really get hung up on it. So I want to encourage you not to get hung up on the signs so much, and just work with the phases in generally what sign they're in as best you can. So we have the new moon and the dark moon. So the dark moon, if you practice with the dark moon, you just it's just a nothing day. It's just a being, sort of seeing what comes up for you. The new moon, and traditionally most people will talk about the new moon, that is, while it is dark in the sky, that's actually an action period because you're setting your intention. So you're choosing what your intention is. And the act of setting an intention is an action. Yeah, Anna? Poor Anna, she's sort of suffering. <laughs> I wanna be like, am I? And I was looking at the calendar, I'm like, is today my day of inaction? It's not. <laughs> I was like, literally Sarah's talking and I'm like, is today my day to be inactive and think about nothing and be in a dark hole of pit, no. <laughs> of dark no, it's pit of despair? <laughs> like literally that's all I can think about. Like, is today my day of inactivity? <laughs> so we have our new moon, and each phase lasts about three days, like a little less, mm -hmm. a little more, three days-ish. Um, so we have that new moon, we set our intentions. 
Then a few days later, we roll into the waxing crescent moon. And the waxing crescent moon, this is where we have set our intention and now we're just letting it be. We're, let, we're like, okay, this is, this is what I'm gonna do this lunar cycle, it's how I wanna feel. And we just like dream on it. We let it grow. You know, it's, it's like when you water a plant when you first plant it, you don't like overwater it again the next day. You let it get situated and then you come back to it. That's exactly what we're doing with our intention, <laughs> the waxing crescent moon. Sarah, it was really good. I know. For a not plant person, I'm really proud that I just pulled that out of nowhere. It's <laughs> very good. Um, and good, then, Sarah. Good, Sarah. Then we move into the first quarter moon which is a very active phase. The first quarter moon is when we're taking action on the intention that we set. So at the first quarter moon, the moon's half filled in the sky uh, and we, yeah, we're taking action. We're getting it done. That is the time to check some things off your to-do list. It's kind of a very solar sort of period. That's our first quarter moon. Then we move into our waxing gibbous moon gibbous gibbous and that is when the moon is not quite full yet but it's grown it's very plump in the sky it's uh taking up space rotund <laughs> taking up space it's my new favorite word rotund and it is rotund and it is uh where we are let we're like releasing our attachment to our intention that we set and trusting that it's going to come into being so we, and this is a passive phase again. So active new moon, we set our intention. Passive waxing crescent, we let that intention sort of marinate, grow into what it will. First quarter, very active. We're taking action on getting it done. Waxing gibbous, we're trusting that the action we've taken is the right action. It's enough. It's exactly what we need. And we're just trusting that all will be delivered as it should. And then we have the full moon. So at the full moon, the moon is the fullest in the sky, as it will be in a lunar cycle, we have this amazingly powerful energy where we can both release and manifest. And I think I mentioned this in last week's podcast around release, that at the full moon, we often hear about release. And it's kind of frustrating because with all of that energy, that brightness, it's a very chaotic, like get stuff done sort of energy. And that is an action time, the full moon. So when we release, we wanna consider what's holding us back from receiving our intention. Or maybe we've learned that that intention wasn't the right one for us right now. And we wanna release that. So we wanna release barriers. We wanna release things that are, that are holding us in the past, release um, you know, things that just aren't working for us anymore. We wanna release the intention if maybe it wasn't the right one. But we want to release in such a way that we're making space to create whatever it is we want to create into being and also taking action to create more during that full moon. The full moon, it's a great, uh, if you work with fairies or like fairy energy or dragons or fire energy, anything like that, the full moon is the time for all of that goodness. I was going to say competently <clears throat> and like I know what's up, but <laughs> astrologically speaking, actually, if you watch the moon, you know, travel through your chart on its lunar cycle from the new moon to the full moon, that, um, that actually there's like, 
that those are cycles like there's challenges happening like within your astrological chart as the moon goes through uh-huh. right and that these cycles often bring up like little hiccups in the road or like things that like you have to work through where you do have this like figuring it out working through it and then needing to like release it and leave it behind otherwise it can like impact your growth and during the next lunar cycle yes so um you have this idea in like magic making and witchery in general about moon cycles that like um you know there's sometimes there's a lot of pressure especially if you're you know new to like your practice or something about like letting things physically go um you know like burning something or burying something during a full moon to let something go um but astrologically speaking, and if that's not, like, you're not able to do that, like, you can still let things go without the physical illustration of letting it go, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, but in astrology, it's, it's interwoven into, you know, your life lessons and how important it is to, even if you're not fully aware of the moon cycles, that when things are happening, that you're resolving and letting go so that your next cycle doesn't continue to, like, a pile up like a snowball you don't want it to snowball is all I needed to say Mm. yes yes Yes. so yeah you can track that astrologically also through your chart the phase of the moon and where it is and where it'll end up during like the full moon like where the full moon will be and it can help you go right and especially if you're like wow I don't know where to uh put my intention this lunar cycle if you are into astrology, you can look at where it would challenge you in your life at that time and make a plan of attack, mm-hmm. so to say, that is tangible and yeah. worth utilizing for your growth period. So we can talk for a few minutes, actually expand on this a little bit. Um, and so this episode, we're talking about the waxing portion and mm-hmm. I'll just sort of wrap that up and then we'll add on a little bit more information here based on what you just started. But that, that waxing portion of the moon cycle, the moon phase, again, that's our growing portion, right? Um, and when I was- The rotund The portion. rotund. And as I was mentioning with the seasons, and Anna was like, what on earth are you talking about? <laughs> we have that same growth in the spring and summer season. So we have, we have these cycles happening all around us in a lot of cool different ways. We can see this growing happening in bunches and bunches of ways. Like Anna here with this big baby bump is pretty much, you know, at her waxing gibbous. Anna's a waxing gibbous. Rotunda <laughs> waxing gibbous. Anna, Anna's like a waxing gibbous right now. <laughs> <laughs> we even have a as chart she, of like, and go back at all the pictures and say this was. Yeah, as Anna's bouncing on her yoga ball. Right I am. Currently. Like a waxing gibbous. Um, <laughs> Hello, friends. I'm going to be a waxing gibbous for oh, Halloween. <laughs> Uh, no, by Halloween, hopefully you're a waning gibbous. I know. Oh my God, could you imagine? That can't happen. That's not safe. <laughs> for anybody. You will be a waning gibbous. <laughs> that wouldn't be safe for anybody. If that happens, lock your doors, friends. <laughs> I know. 
Anyway, <laughs> I, I was going to tell another story and I won't do that because then they just go on and on and I just story tell and I never stop. And then somebody emails in and is like, I'm so sick of hearing you tell about your stories. And then I'm like, well, that's fine. You could just click X and then I'll stop Yeah, but you know, that was a really good thing because anybody <laughs> who understands the rotund waiting, waiting gibbous. Waxing, get your waxing. I'm a waxing gibbous. <laughs> I, uh, anybody who knows what that feels like, they'll never forget that you just said that. You're and trusting. You're in the trusting. You all will go and do something. <laughs> but people won't forget that. It's those side stories that, like, people remember. Uh-huh. So they'll be, like, forgetting what a waxing gibbous is, and they'll remember this podcast, and they'll remember rotund waxing gibbous and Anna bouncing on her yoga ball in rotund waxing gibbous form waiting for this baby to come out now that's your own full moon yeah so so see those stories are good because those are the things you never forget those are associations that that trigger memory yeah that help with the learning process well so the moon also oh my gosh i had so many other things i was going to say i killed it well the moon is uh (laughs) in our modern society in the way that we look at the moon we look at it as a feminine energy but there are plenty of stories where the moon is actually masculine and the sun is feminine and because the sun, you know, it brings life on earth, really. Uh, but the way that we look at it and modern witchery looks at it is that the moon is feminine in nature. And when we look at the moon and we look at growing and birthing children, um, it is the same thing. You know, you start at a new moon with planting that seed and then you grow and grow and grow and grow and then the full moon it is the uh you know you're releasing from your body creating a human and then there's the waning part where everything um settles in again ready for the next intention to be set so anyhow uh what was i going to talk about oh i was going to talk a little bit about your birth moon phase. This is a question we get a lot. It's about because Anna kind of meant, well mentioned something different, but it made me think of this with your birth moon phase. So you have a birth, you have a moon sign in astrology. You have a moon sign, a sun sign, a rising sign, a Jupiter sign, a Mars sign. You have signs for every stinking thing in the sky was somewhere when you were born. And with the moon, you have a moon sign, but you also have your birth moon phase. And people often ask if that has something to do with them and who they are. Uh, And it's variable, you know, some people really like relate to it and others don't. But looking at your birth moon phase, it is believed that that could impact your personality a little bit, how you move through the world, how adventurous you are. So that's something worth checking out for sure. For sure, 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 sure. McGann was doing something. (laughs) <laughs> what are you doing oh and i just looked hers up real fast <laughs> so waxing gibbous. Gibbous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and my daughter was a uh, embodiment of an a waxing gibbous. crescent moon mm-hmm. and my son was a full moon um and the waxing crescent moon for her i think makes sense to me because she is a very active person. Like she likes to take action, but she's also kind of, it seems like she takes action and then she like waits to see where the chips fall before she does something else. Uh, so 
that makes a lot of sense for me. And then my son being a Pullman also makes a ton of sense because he likes to be the, he likes to light up a room and be this, the delightful, all eyes on me sort of, sort of a personality. He really is. Yeah. You can't go out to dinner or do anything without Adam taking up your entire conversation. Yeah. Jacob was born on a waning gibbous. A waning gibbous. A waning gibbous. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And before that, I was looking up, which is like a nerd turnaround, not important, because you're talking about in other mythologies, a lot of mythologies, the moon is feminine. And in Japanese mythology, it's masculine. But it's funny because I can't, like, I'm a mythology nerd anyway, but it's funny because I'm also watching Naruto with my son Jacob and all of the the deity of the sun moon and the sea are jutsus in Naruto so Amaterasu is the sun which is female I have no idea what you're talking <laughs> and about and Tsukiyomi is the moon which is the male god of the moon okay then and Susano is the star and also a jutsu Emma's hiding herself. And Molly, nobody even just heard what you were saying because you were trying to like squeak it out as if it wasn't happening. <laughs> like I'm not saying these things. Nothing. Nothing happened. Nothing was happening. Nothing. Nothing to say so, here. What's something that you can do? We do have, by the time this episode comes out, it will actually be, in, the new moon is on October 16th. Yes. So if you're watching this or listening, not watching, if you're listening in real time, there is a, a new moon in Libra on October 16th, 2020. Um, and during a Scorpio Mercury retrograde. Yeah. And, uh, the full moon of this cycle is a blue moon. It's the second of this year. So we will have to have another episode just on that because it's closing a cycle from the last blue moon of its kind, which was in March, 2018. And, um, and back then, I had the members of our Enchanted Journey group write themselves a letter because I knew that the next blue moon would be on Halloween 2020. And sure enough, here we are. And it's really exciting. I'm going to have to encourage everybody to dig those out. But uh, it's closing up that cycle. So, yeah, cool stuff abounds. But this, again, there is a new moon on the 16th. What a cycle it's been. What a cycle it's been for sure. And then... Um, you can start thinking about the next two weeks and this idea of setting your intention, uh, letting it sort of breathe, taking action, trusting, and then releasing and creating at that full moon, right? Hopefully so I'll be time. releasing and creating <laughs> <laughs> something. Yeah. And again, don't stress <laughs> too much about the signs because and if you grab our free lunar calendar too, you'll have all these dates for you on the calendar. Um, but we do have a right now and then like there'll be a post that it's a new moon in X, Y, and Z. And then some of you will be like, no, but it's not here. And you got to think about your time zones and, uh, just if the moon is moving signs that day or not, there is a, such a thing called void of course. And that's when the moon is between signs. So when the moon is moving from one side to another, it can be void of course, and it's not in any particular sign. And there is this thought that when you take action during a void of course moon, that it's supposed to not really stick emotionally because there's no staying power to it since it's not in a sign, which is what like helps create that emotional sort of energy. 
So if you need to tell somebody like bad news, and there is, I can't remember which president, but one of the US presidents consulted with an astrologer. And it's, uh, the story goes that he announced all of his major like bad news press conferences or whatever happened during void of course moons. Fascinating. Yeah. Who was that? I forget. Now we need to know. Gonna know and they're going to, they're going to tell us, but, um, and we're going to learn something. Yeah. I, I forget which one it is. I know one of our community members, Jackie, no Jackie, she knows which one it is. Cause last time I told this story and I was like, I forget the president. She knew right away. Yeah. So, um, Jackie. I know. <laughs> 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 oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that is a thing. So there is that also that the moon can be void of course. And it's when it's between signs. So if you ever have some bad news or you want to do something that sticks, like you really want to apply for, I don't know, like college or a new job. The idea is, is that you would not want to do that during a void of course moon. Fascinating. Because things don't stick. Allegedly. 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 All of my crazy things, buying cars, like. Um, you do everything like during Mercury retrogrades. During Mercury retrogrades. And yeah. you're fine. Oh, okay, you hesitated. Well, there was that time I bought my car during Mercury retrograde, and everything was fine. But then a year later, my car had this terrible stink smell. Yes, I remember that. And it's a car. It's this, it's the car that I have now. We bought it in 2017, April, brand new. No one else had even driven it, just us. We bought it, and everything was fine. The next April, that car smelled like mold and mildew so bad, so bad. And we took everything out. We cleaned it. Like couldn't figure it out. We took it to the dealership and they ended up they they water tested it like to see if there was leaks and there was water getting in somewhere they ended up pulling the whole they took the whole car apart mm -hmm. they had my car for like i don't know a very long period of time they took the entire car apart trying to figure out where the smell was coming from they ended up pulling the whole carpet out of it to see if i had left like a stain somewhere which there wasn't or anything and then they cut, when they cut the carpet in half, there was mildew growing inside, not like in the carpet, but like in the, like in the carpet, in the middle of it. How weird was that? In the middle so of it. And it smelled so bad when they yanked it out that they, uh, when we went to get the, we went to um, go get the car and stuff and they had bagged the, they have to send that kind of stuff back to the, uh, like the manufacturer. manufacturer yeah. For I thought of a word yeah, for like <laughs> testing and whatever. And um, anyway, it smelled so bad. They bagged it and put it outside out back. They were like, we had to wear it, but put a mask on. We had to open all the bays. It was so bad. I'm like, I know I've been telling you people that this car stinks and for no reason. <laughs> and it turned out there was mold inside of the center part of the carpet growing there. No good. I know. Right. Weird. They, um, had like a whole bulletin board of just stuff about my car and apparently they presented it at like a tech conference or something around it for science yeah for science it's <laughs> 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 like that's so weird anyway but i did buy that car during mercury retrograde well, <sighs> i'm likely going to have a baby during mercury retrograde it's gonna be perfect mm -hmm. and a pandemic and a pandemic so much good news so much all right well, on that note, we will end this. Yes. All right. Thanks for listening, guys. Next week, we're going we're gonna to talk about the uh, waning half of the lunar cycle.
Thank you so much for listening into this episode of the Magic on the Inside podcast. If you like this episode or you just like our podcast, be sure to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. That helps us out so much with getting the word out to other people about our podcast. Uh, share it with a friend and be sure to head over to the sistersenchanted.com forward slash blog. That's the sistersenchanted.com forward slash blog where you can find that free lunar calendar and also check out our Living Your Lunar Year class if you want to peek even more into creating a future that you just love with lunar cycles. And until next time, we will see you around social media, on the internet, and I hope that you have an enchanted rest of your day ahead.